Okay, so let's talk about the chromatica ball. If you hear other noises in the background, it's definitely the rain. So we're having a little ASMR, sleepy rain moments, if you like that. Also, <laughs> the chromatica ball. So I wanted to like re-talk about it because I already talked about it, how it really made me a stan. And now I'm like, I've just been obsessed with it. And I listen to it like every day. <laughs> I've toned down on like the videos recently and I've just kind of been into the um, Tokyo soundboard from both shows. I'm just like, why can't we get another soundboard? Can you please, can somebody please hack another soundboard? Because the soundboards are really good. Um, quality. The, oh, did I write that part down? I don't know. Um, but anyways, let me... I just have some, like, thoughts about it because I'm just, like, so obsessed with it. And it's, like, a completely different show than Lady Gaga has put on. Now, anybody can correct me if I'm wrong in any part. These are just my thoughts. I'm not, like, a super fan, but I'm definitely a fan. And I've kept up with her, especially since, like, the Born This Way era. You and I, you know, pumping out them hits. You and I, Mary the Night, Edge of Glory. Um... And then my favorites are like Hair and Black Jesus. I'm on Fashion. And, you know, okay, so let me just let me continue on with Chromatica. Um, by the way, I did do a Chromatica album review, and I did not like it. <laughs> so I might redo it. Just know if you ever listen to the Chromatica album review I did, like, my thoughts are... 90% different, a good, like, 80% different than what I said at the time. Um, this album is, like, my favorite album. I keep, I played it, like, three times yesterday, and it's, like, it's such a short album. That's what I kind of get from, like, these certain, like, recent albums. Like, Born This Way is, what, like, an hour long, it seems like. Um, Renaissance is another, like, really quick album, um, and then Chromatica is like another really quick album, but it's like, they're so good. They're really good albums, really great quality, definitely. But it's just like, they're so quick. And I'm just like, this isn't what I grew up listening to. You know, you grew up listening to like an hour and, you know, a good 60 minute album. Not anymore. But anyways, let me just ramble off some things. So the set list, I thought the set list was interesting, Oh, okay. This is where I can bring this up. I thought the set list was interesting. There was definitely a story there, but in the moment, I was not taking in the story. I was just really enjoying, you know, the hits, really enjoying the energy, really enjoying the actually listening to these songs that I've been listening to for the last 15 years, 13, 14 years on in, you know, in the car with my family, with cousins with um at work in my ears like it was, it was such a this was my second this, this is so embarrassing this is my second concert and it was just like so amazing to listen to these songs from your favorite artists live <laughs> like it was just like this is what i've been waiting for like even at work rain on me plays on the radio born this way plays on the radio shallow and hold my hand comes on the radio and i'm just like 
I have to go listen. I have to go. I had to go to this concert. I didn't know if I was going to make it, but thank, thankfully, there was a Houston um, date added to it, added to the lineup, and I was able to go. So I went to the Houston one, the Houston ball, and it was like a pleasant experience, to be honest. Um, no crazy, like, security or venue issues none that i picked up at least like i got there the only crazy crazy thing was like the prices of everything like 50 60 dollars for um parking a 25 dollar margarita that wasn't even margaritaing i was just like over it i'm like i needed some water i didn't think about getting some water and i thought i was gonna pass out a couple of times let me remember i think definitely like I had to like slow down by the time like replay and 911 was going on. Like I felt myself like like oh my god, something's going to happen. <laughs> um like and then I was wearing the I got my chromaticus sweater. I was wearing the chromaticus sweater. I had to take that off. I put my phone in my pocket. It fell off. This like lovely young lady, she was just like, oh, your phone fell. I'm like, oh my God, how embarrassing. I feel so stupid. Like, come on, Derek, get it together. And so, yeah, like I thought, I really thought, like, especially towards the end of the show, I really was like, oh my gosh. The guy there was sending like $15 bottle waters <laughs> outside the venue. <laughs> And I was able to, like, down that and come back to life and cool down. It was, the funny, hilarious part was the dome, the, I think it was Minime Park. Minime Park was closed. So, you would think it would be hot in there. But, like, for some reason, when I, I was so cool, it felt good all up until... I, like we were, the concert was done and it wasn't hot anymore. Also, I didn't tell, I didn't say this on the last one. So I'm like my, my, um, my final destination. Once I finally found the correct seats, seats that I was sitting in, it was like really on the, it was, yeah, it was like literally on the edge of glory, like literally on the, on the edge of the right hand side of the stadium on the ground, on the floor, up the, in the front on the right-hand side. So I'm seeing, like, you can see, um, you can't really see backstage, but, like, you could kind of, yeah, you can kind of, you can kind of see where the backstage and stuff was. So <laughs> everybody's, like, walking through, security is walking through, or the, the venue workers are walking through, people are walking through, fans are walking through, like, the area where the car is going to come through, right? That's what I'm trying to set it up. The car comes through. <laughs> the cars are coming through, and they, like, the people are screaming, so we all know who, you know, it's about to start. People are, you know, Gaga's in the, Gaga's in the building. So the cars are coming through, and then security all of a sudden wants to, like, oh, wait, 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 y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop coming through. Everybody stop coming through. So it was, like, really funny, like, security. Yeah, that's how lax the security was. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, no security issues. Yeah, that's how lax everything was. Like, after the cars are coming through, people, they want to, like, stop people from walking through certain entrances and exits. I'm, like, cracking. I was cracking up. I was like, what the hell is this? 
But anyways, um, okay, that was a little tidbit I did not say that I meant to say in my other one. Um, I don't think anything else funny happened except for like this guy like looked very uncomfortable looking at me. I don't know who he was, but he was he was with his friend and like. He looked very uncomfortable. Oh, I saw a, um, um, somebody this like really country looking dude. Uh, he had a, a hat and it said Lone Star Gay. That was a funny moment. I, I, I like that moment. Um, but anyway, so the set list, like I said, let's just go back to the set list. The set list had a like specific story going on. But like I said, in the moment, I definitely, definitely wasn't checking out any kind of like story. hits. Her movements are restricted by her wardrobe. Fame is prison and her status as Lady Gaga inflicts pain on inflicts pain on her. As the platform she's on spins her around, she's being paraded in her pain. I was like, oh, that makes a whole lot of sense. These songs that have made her famous contribute to her pain. Which we know, like, Chromatica was about, like, um, like, confusion in her identity, not wanting to make music anymore, not wanting to be Lady Gaga anymore because of, like, the fame, quote-unquote, I guess, fame monster that it has brought on. So I was just like, okay, so that makes sense, which is really cool. I didn't really have a problem with it. It was just like... Hey, let's pump them out. Bad Romance, Just Dance, Poker Face. Like, these are the biggest, her biggest hits. Um, two of them. Well, I really, I really, really enjoyed this version of Just Dance. I have to say, like, there was definitely, I was listening, you know, getting other people's uh, thoughts and theories about the Chromatica tour. And there's definitely this character she's playing. And it definitely starts off at Bad Romance, and then it ends definitely at um, maybe Babylon, Babylon Free Woman-ish, going into Born This Way and like the piano section. Uh, definitely. One thing about the set list, I was very, I think Plastic Doll, Plastic Doll is like my favorite song, and I think it's a lot of people's favorite songs. And Plastic Doll definitely talks about the fame. Same with um, Fun Tonight. So I'm like, I was kind of surprised that it wasn't in there. Um, there was no art pop songs, which is kind of befitting in a sense. Art pop is a little bit more fun in the lyric and the um, the music. And this wasn't really a fun time show in a sense even though that's where i think i was kind of expecting like a really good fun time like 
the first part is definitely, you know, black and gray and screaming and the visuals like that, like her hooked up to all these like wire that machine that was jarring and very like even talking about it. Like I get a little like nervous or something in my stomach. Like it was very like, Ooh, what the fuck am I going to? What am I watching? What is this? People, okay, so Alejandro was supposed to be in the set list, but it got switched out allegedly for Enigma. I'm not sure who told them, who who made this rumor up or whatever. I'm glad Enigma is there. People really wanted Alejandro. This is like the first time since forever. Wait, right? I think Art Pop Tour, maybe? But this is the first time that Alejandro... A fan favorite was not in a tour. Um, Paparazzi could have been in there in a sense. I don't know. I don't know how that would have worked. Now knowing like the show, I don't know how that would have worked. But hey, um, telephone. People don't like telephone. I don't know why people don't like telephone. I love telephone. Telephone is a classic to me. Telephone is like the f- like blending of really great singer Gaga and Beyonce. They really sang Telephone to the Telephone. Like it's amazing. Uh, they were like they should have switched Telephone out for like Paparazzi or Alejandro or something. And I was just like, oh, also on Telephone. I don't know what this means. What's going on? But. Beyonce's vocals are not on telephone at all. Like, we went from playing, and I guess maybe this is growth in time, but we went from playing her verse in the, like, earlier part of her career to, like, I don't even hear Beyonce at the end of Telephone with her little ad-libs. Like, it's weird. I don't know what that's about, but I'm keeping my eye on you. And I think this kind of started with the Enigma shows in Vegas. By the way, I don't know why I thought Enigma was going to be like a bunch of new songs. And I, because I keep forgetting people don't go to Vegas to debut new music, right? They go to Vegas to sing the hits. Like, that's what everybody does, except for like Celine, in a sense. Everybody but Celine kind of goes to Vegas to sing the hits. And so I was like, don't know what I was thinking. I was kind of disappointed in Enigma. That's why I, I haven't, um, personally, I did, I kind of checked out. Also, those wigs were horrendous. And actually listening to Enigma, it was a very thought out, really great storyline put together by her music, her catalog. Very beautiful storyline. And it made sense. And it had, like, really great music, really, you know, Dance in the Dark and Shiza and, um, what other songs did she sing? She sang, like, everything. But it was just, like, really great incorporation. But those wigs, and people were like, it's a reflection, or, like, have you seen what she used to look, or her earlier work, like, when she first, first came up with the fame? And I'm like, she looks better in the fame (laughs) than she does in this enigma shit, like, Hands down. Plastic Doll wasn't in the set list, like I said. Sign From Above. Those are the only two songs. Sign From Above, Love. Sign From Above and Plastic Doll. 
she sang pretty much everything else, um, whether it got dropped or whether it got added. Wait, no, I don't think anything got, yeah, nothing really got added. Whether something got dropped or not, interesting. Angel Down, I didn't understand why she sang Angel Down. I was kind of confused, even though I do like Angel Down. But it was like her way of pol- talking politics without, you know, saying something. Um, originally, I believe she said the song was written, inspired by Tra- the Trayvon Martin situation. Um, but one thing I did notice that it, this is the work tape version and not the album version. The work tape version. I think maybe the piano, possibly. But I wanted. I want to know what that. Pro- I really want to know what her process is when making the set list. That's really what I want to know. Because, like I said, you know, she didn't sing the album version. She sang the work tape version, and I'm thinking maybe that it was the piano aspect that she had brought to it. Um. Ariana, I'm just—I guess I'm just rambling off things now. Um, Ariana, I was really expecting Ariana Grande to join her at one show, whether like London or Miami, which you know the Miami show ended up getting um, canceled mid-show. Well, not mid; they got through a pretty good chunk of the show. Um, she was like. I think she heard something during Edge of Glory and she tried to rush through Angel Down. And I don't think she... Did she finish Angel Down? I'm not sure. But I was expecting, you know, Ariana's from Florida or LA. I really was expecting her. That would have been such a beautiful, cool moment. This show was so... Oh, wait. No opener. I think a lot of people had issue with no opener. Even though, you know, it gives, like, this big title and probably less money to spend. But no opener was really jarring and really... I wasn't a fan of it. It was this playlist... With the same beat, but like different artists singing different songs. Like I remember like SWV's Rain was playing. I think Usher played. And I think it might have been the Alice beat or so. I don't know. It was some beat I did not like. I like the singing. I like, oh, okay. I need that mix. (laughs) I need that remix. Okay, that sounds a little cute. Okay, no, that one doesn't sound too cute. But it was just like an hour, two hours full of this like do 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 with rain down on me. Why don't you rain down on me? I want to sing rain because that's all I remember. And I was just like, "Ooh, girl, where's your opener?" Because can we, you know, plug in my Download my playlist, because this ain't cute. Like, nobody wants to hear this. Like, play the album of anything. Play the album. Play your catalog. Don't give us some, like... I don't know what the hell that was about. (laughs) It was weird. 
this show is very strict, very, okay, I feel like strict is a generic word to use, it was very rehearsed, very, very specific, I don't know if it's because of COVID, her boundaries with fans now that I'm hearing. I don't know what that what 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 happened, but it was very like there wasn't a lot of fan interaction and the choreography was very specific. Like I feel like she stayed focused on choreography with her headset no cord mic no microphone except for the piano part which is cool i love it i love it dance even though some of the choreography was trash uh yeah some of the choreography was trash and some of the dancing was trash um but then some of the choreography was very innovative like the just dance and the poker face re like her spinning around on that spinning thing and doing like minimum choreography but singing it, it, that was amazing that's like my favorite part cuz it's so interesting like that character she's playing this like pissed off character where I thought she was exhausted I was like oh girl Oh, this tour's kicking her ass. Oh, she needs to go take a nap. I was really like kind of concerned. <laughs> Cause her face, like all I could really see was her face. Also, like from my from my seats, her like the seats were trash in a sense. In a sense of like seeing the stage, it was trash, but in a sense of like enjoying and dancing around with people, like it was amazing. But the seats were trash, but like seeing like her face, I really didn't see what was going on on stage. I was very confused, and I wasn't confused, I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to, like, dance through it. <laughs> Thank God, you know, YouTube, people have, like, cameras and tape the whole show, and, like, uh, it's been a crazy fun moment. Rewatching stuff, but I'm like, I couldn't see anything. Um, but, like, I, this show was very specific, and it was sort of, like, maybe adult an adult poppy pop show that, you know, she has grown into. I guess we'll see, like, the next tour, what it turns out to be. There was no letters. Um, oh, excuse me. There was, like, no fans on stage. Blockage. On oh, and then there was, like, that video of, like, this blockage thing. On the stage, I don't know if, what that was, if that was real. It was like some kind of vortex. I don't know. That was interesting. Um, there was no fans. It was like very like choreography specific. Walk here. She didn't really work the stage like I kind of expected. Like I kind of expect. I think her guitar players worked the stage more than she did. Like they went everywhere on the stage. Um, yeah. It was it was very specific. One costume, I mean, one wig piece that I was told that they just like sprayed it down or whatever for the um, ending, which was interesting. 
the makeup was very specific. It was, well, not the makeup. Like, normally she has, like, a lot of these costume changes on stage, like Art Rave and Enigma and um, the Joanne tour. Like, a lot of these, you know, costume changes on store, like, very theatrical. It wasn't very, it wasn't that theatrical. There was, like, one, two, like, a rev- take off a jacket, take off a jacket, Put on a put on the red jacket for like monster, and then put on that huge robe, gold robe that was absolutely beautiful. It absolutely was amazing. That moment was amazing, and then the headpiece for Free Woman and Babylon. Those I think my favorite costume is definitely the gold suits from Alexander McQueen. The rest of the costumes weren't that you know. Oh, okay, the red one for Alice and Replay and Monster. And then third would be, like, the opener, opening costume. And the rest of them were just like, okay. I thought she was wearing the Michael Jackson, because I know she owns a lot of Michael Jackson pieces. And I thought, like, the ending um, leather jacket was Michael's, but I'm not sure... She kept doing, like, her Billie Jean dance throughout, like, Telephone and Stupid Love <laughs> throughout the show, which was funny. But whatever. Um, yeah, like, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, wardrobe changes, which was cool. It was very adultish, in my, in my opinion, very non-theatrical. I enjoyed it. I don't. I don't think I have any complaints about that. But like, it just seemed like the fan react, fan interaction wasn't really there, like it normally was. Except for like when she went out into the crowd, looking at different videos. It was like some days, some concerts, she was sort of interacting, and some concerts she was just sort of just you know interacting with the camera. Hey, and that's that on that part. Next part. So let me say this before I forget. I definitely, I've been putting off this, you know, talking about Chromatica, the Chromatica Ball revamp, in a sense, after like some months now. Um, I'm obsessed with it still, like I said. It's really straight, because I think like the music was really, really great. But the merch, some of the merch I didn't care for. I really just wanted that, um... Chromatica uh, sweater. I think I liked other cities sweater. They were a little bit, a little bit more um, colorful, uh, but they all look really, really great. They all really look really, really great. I, I've only worn it like once, oh, twice, three times since September. Um, but one, one merch piece of merch I really was wanting and it was only at the Miami show was the fun tonight hat and so I was like oh shit what the hell so Wednesday the link goes out to the Chromatica tour merch being sold on her website and I was like okay let me go check it out and so I'm scrolling along I don't really like buying stuff online, but I'm like, okay, let me look. I see the fun tonight. I'm not having fun tonight uh, hat. And I'm like, okay, let me get it. So I go to purchase it. 
along with the free woman uh shirt because i'm just like i was so like free woman is like my favorite song it's crazy vocally it's it gives you it's like a visual the lyrics are visual like i wish there was a video for it i see a video for it every time i listen to it and i go to purchase it and it says the fun tonight hat is out of stock in 11 minutes and i'm thinking to myself what the fuck <laughs> like i literally was mad for like an hour for like 30 minutes to an hour i was so pissed i was like i really and i don't even wear hats i don't even wear fucking hats i could give a fuck about a hat but i wanted that fun tonight hat because i because that was a song I did not particularly care for, but when she sang it and she was like grooving and popping and locking and dropping it, I was she was feeling. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have a fun tonight, either." <laughs> I adored that song. You know, you know, I love the you know piano into the 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 album version of the song. It was like inc- an incredible moment in the show for me. Also, Angel Down was another incredible vocal moment for me. We'll, we'll talk about vocals in a few seconds. Um, but fun tonight, I was so pissed that you guys all bought the fun tonight. Like, was there like 200 fun tonight shirt hats? Cause I saw everybody was getting everything. People were getting stuff. And then I go to check out and it says it's out of stock. And I'm like, out of stock? Was it in stock? So, okay. Vocally, there were some interesting moments. But I feel like there's, like, this soulful thing to Lady Gaga's voice. There's, like, this black woman soulful thing. I don't know if it was, like, growing up listening to Whitney, but, like, her belting, this sort of, like, when she gets into her jazz feeling, it's, like, this, like, quote-unquote old soul, old feeling that comes out that's not in her... It's not necessarily in like Alejandro or just dance, except when she's like belting that last note um, after the bridge. It's not a like poker face. It's like this soulfulness that comes out. And I'm just like, this is, I just love her voice. Her voice is so dynamic, like from Joanne to Shallow to donatella like it's so dynamic and it's so it's pop it's jazz it has like this r&b flavor to it and it's like effortless it's effortless it's not like fake it's not contentious it's like real it's real (laughs) that's what i really love about her voice but this tour i think the joanne tour was really really good um the enigma was decent the things there was like this that Apollo theater thing on Sirius XM. I was like turned off. I don't know what the hell happened to her voice at that point. Maybe it was like working too much or something. I don't know. But this tour, it was vocally okay. Um, it had its like really great moments. The one thing I really was confused about was how was she belting, singing beautifully on Free Woman, Babylon, Free Woman. Um, replay, really sounding really great. But then we get to like the end of the show for like Stupid Love and Rain On Me. 
and she sounded a fucking mess. Like, I don't know what... I don't think there was a good show. Maybe the, the European shows are really, really great vocally, but when she got to America, baby... Baby... <laughs> those two songs and then hold my hand like kicked her ass and i'm just like what happened you were just belting out like i'm a free woman and then stupid love like she was making some weird vocal choices she's making some weird vocal choices I don't know if she was, like, dancing too much or, like, I don't know what it was. But it's, like, I have never seen her sound like that. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know. And then it's, like, Rain On Me. She doesn't even have, like, a whole lot going on on Rain Rain On Me. So I was, like, confused why. And then she kept singing, We're in a world full of innocence. I don't think she... Maybe it's the demo version. Oh, shout out to the demo version. The demo version of Free Woman is amazing. Um, It's so interesting listening to the demo version and then the actual album version. But, like... I I think the demo version of 911 leaked and she was giving a nod because she was singing the beginning part that's not in the demo version come like the, the, the come save me part i think but i believe that was in the demo version and she sang it live and it was like okay she knows what's up if anybody else like caught that like i don't know if i was the only one that caught that um but yeah like the vocal cho- the vocal choices for stupid love right on me and then hold my hand i don't know what happened what happened like, I was really turned off, especially at the Houston show. I was really like, oh, shit, what's going on? Like, I was not impressed, and I did not. Um, and Rain On Me, the vocals from Europe in the first shows, those, that's what, like, really, like, I was like, oh, she sounds so fucking good. I got to go to this fucking concert. That's what sold me to go. Okay, but anyways, hold my hand. People were saying on Reddit, was she contractually obligated to sing this song? Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, for the fan, how she went into a fan moment made sense. But, like, overall, singing the song last was like, girl. uh, (laughs) Check, please. Nobody enjoyed it, and I thought it was weird. Some reviews thought it was not necessary. Like, they were were turned off with it by it. I was turned off by it. Yeah, I don't know. know. Overall, this was a really great show. A really successful show. I think people, there was, like, a taping in Los Angeles. And so, I don't know if this was, like, head information that came through. It was just, like, speculation that turned into rumors talking that came through, but they were like, there's this interview with Zane talking about the Chromatica ball and it's coming out in December. So next month, I go, oh, December's like next week. <laughs> um, so we'll see if that happens. 
I'm excited. I really hope it happens. I'm purchasing any way to review this show, just like I'm purchasing any way to look at the formation show, the Renaissance show. Like, if you will, I, I mean, the visuals for, for Renaissance, like, I'm down. I'm here. Take my credit card. Let's watch. Um, but people were saying, you know, since the show was taped, and then that's the other thing. Like, she's one artist that... Like, her tapings are horrible. Also, this is, like, another <laughs> flop, in a sense, of her shows not being able to finish. The only, like, shows she's been able to finish were whatever, like, the pre-fame, pre-Born This Way, and then Art Rave. Oh, okay, and then Enigma, but that wasn't a tour. Um, you know, she had to cancel the Born This Way ball because of her her leg. Her hip, I'm sorry. And then... She did the art rave. Took years to do the Joanne tour, which she had to cancel because of her fibromyalgia. And then, unfortunately, the last like leg of this, there was no like big finale for the Miami Chromatica Ball, which is unfortunate. I really wish it would have went like to South America. She went to Tokyo. She, I think she was fighting to get to Tokyo because she said something like that when she went to Tokyo. Because I really wanted to bring this to Tokyo, which is really cool. Um, shout out to Tokyo. <laughs> they always get a good special shit over there. Uh, exclusive music, Mariah, Lady Gaga. Everybody like loves and gives Tokyo shit. I don't know what we got to do to get some good shit over here. <laughs> Um, I think that's all I want to say about it. I, uh, everybody really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I'm still like watching videos and videos. Hopefully like this DVD or interview is like real or it's going to happen. And we were able to watch it. People were saying like the Chromatica ball merch being sold was like a way of saying goodbye. <laughs> like I heard the rumors. It's not true. It's on merch. It's some leftover merch, as some some were, were tweeting. Uh, but yeah, I think that's all I want to say about the Chromatica Ball. I'm putting my stamp of I gotta move on. I gotta finally move on from this tour and listening to these songs. <laughs> I'm still like listening to these songs because I'm really, I really also Alice. I would say a couple of moments in the show was a little bit of a womp womp. Um, personally, the sound, her vocals were a little bit louder than the music. There were no like backup sounds, so it was like it was weird. That part was weird. I, I don't understand that part. It wasn't like the backup backgrounds were like turned up. They kind of seemed a little bit lower. Um, Alice. I don't know what to say. I didn't like Alice in the beginning. I really like Alice now. It was just like the energy kind of dipped. I think I think also like the interludes mixed with like the videos and the visuals. The visuals were really incredible, even though they were like jarring some of them. They were really incredible. Um and I feel like The quality of the videos were still really incredible, but like that, those the time period I feel like kind of dipped and 
them playing Alice, I feel like a lot of people weren't like bopping to Alice, like they were bopping to like Stupid Love or Rain on Me, which was interesting. Also, 911 was a little bit of a dip. 911 Sour Candy, to me, in my opinion, it was a little bit of a dip in the energy. But hey, whatever. Um, this is the Dare Show Podcast. Thanks for listening. You can click around on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, and listen to other podcasts that I have. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired of trying to?